For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Let's go to our first guest. He's going to join us live here in just a few moments. Peter will join us on the telephone. He's going to join us via the magic of Skype, as they say. And there is Peter. How are you, sir? I am good. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Welcome to the world-famous Chiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. Now, um, there is a heck of a lot going on in the world around us, but uh, we want to start with you today here on our big program. First of all, um, let's talk a little bit about your background. You have a very interesting background. Tell us all about it, my friend. Well, (laughs) my background is interesting and a little bit kind of... uh, I have different things I've pursued in my life. And so um, what is what I'm most passionate about is people's health and wellness. And so um, I've, uh, in, I'm 47 now, and in the last, I don't know, 10 years of my life, it's become clear to me that sort of whatever talents I have and whatever energy I have, I want to direct long-term in that direction. And so... <clears throat> I have, uh, I have some training as a health coach. I have a certification from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Um, and I have a long time sort of athletic life. I had some college soccer, uh, way back in the Jurassic age. And, um, you know, so I've been an athlete and, right? I've been an athlete in my life. And, um, and so what I'm most passionate about is that in the last few years, um, real, my wife's a naturopathic physician. Uh, Dr. Maggie Garvin, she has a practice called On Being Well, and uh, you know we've we firmly agree that the the diet is the foundation of people's health and wellness. What people are eating and not eating, and so in the last few years we've reclaimed a local uh, nursery that had been abandoned for seven years, and with that nursery we've grown. Um, we put an aquaponic growing system on there, and we grow vegetables in this aquaponic system and we also have these towers that are aeroponic towers and these are two methodologies that are well suited to the desert because they use about 90% less water and 90% less land to get the same yield. So we're using this Grace Farm as a way to have an emblem in the community about uh, you know being conscious of where your food comes from and the whole notion of farm-to-table eating, but we want farm-to-refrigerator. We want people to kind of rethink everything about their food. And in terms of my education, I told you a little bit about, you know, I'm trained as a health coach, but all the way back in my life, uh, I, I have a degree in English literature and language and how people hear messages and how messages get told is something I've been deeply interested in. My mom's a a poet of note in this country, Lois Roma Dealey. She's a Carnegie Foundation professor of the year before she retired. Um, and out of that kind of family tradition comes uh, a value of language. 
and so I have a podcast called The Well Run Life, and, you know, I'm telling the stories of this farm adventure that we have and my family, which includes a blended family of five children, and I have an extended family of lunatics. And um, A Well Run Life is sort of in the mix of um, this adventure as a way to kind of reach people um, in ways that are not just about... Um, discussing health from purely a macronutrient or these three or five things to eat or anything that's reductive in that regard. We want to kind of ultimately attend to people's entire person, so address them on the physical level, address what they're eating, address their creative and spiritual side, and, you know, try to attend to people across the board. So uh, anyway, that's a section of my life and kind of how I've come to this part, and, and it's definitely what I'm uh, most passionate about. Well, how did you uh, uh, develop all this, and kind uh, kind of come to this as a uh, as as something you needed to do? So, in the last few years, I mean, I and, and other portions of my life revolve around um, education, higher education in particular, and and I have been involved in sort of some national politics as it relates to an industry that I was a part of. And I got a chance to kind of see the political process close up and uh, definitely surmised that I wasn't tough enough to be sort of a part of that. And that's about seven years where I had this really dramatic experience for me. But since then, um, you know, I, the to enter into that fray, it has become, uh, in my mind, the only people that are going to be attracted to that environment are not going to be the people uh, who necessarily I think I'm going to align with very easily. So I wrote a book called The Leadership Miracle, and it's like $3.95 at audible.com. And, and the whole kind of premise of that book was that, hey, we for those of you out there who are quieter than our leaders are right now, who are perhaps introverted in some way, or at least not interested in conflict as the only way of resolving issues, and I'm, I'm writing this book to, to those people to say, you know what, even though you have a quiet voice, we value your voice, and we need you to step into the arena that of decision making in society and and writing that book kind of was parallel to my own um, decision that we spend three hundred and twenty two billion dollars a year in this country on diabetes and when patients with diabetes come to see my wife in a matter of months you know we we can reverse that condition based on having them eat vegetables rather than that 95% of diabetics are type 2 diabetics in this country, which means they've acquired that disease. They weren't born with it. And obesity since 1980 has more than tripled. Um, and people have people's behavior hasn't changed as dramatically as we like to talk about in terms of you know, getting them to move. But their... Um, their, the food ecosystem that they live within has changed so dramatically. And my first instincts would always be to fight that kind of um, tendency or reality in our society in the field of public policy. But I, I 
I know that I would not be successful. And I, I, so instead, in my own way, what I look to do is in my own community, with the, my own small steps, you know, sort of my own quiet voice, start to move in a direction that um, would address those big issues right in my own backyard. So thinking about, like, how do I have the deepest impact in the smallest area rather than try to have, like, a broad impact across, you know, a whole country. Um, so that's kind of, <laughs> I think I tried to answer your question about, like, what, what motivated me. I felt, I felt the need to act. I knew I couldn't act on a national stage, and instead, you know, I did what I could do locally. We've got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on the world famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Program, our Thursday edition. And um, Peter, you have put out there a lot of positive vibes, and you've uh, done a lot of positive things. Um, what's been some of the reaction and feedback you've gotten on this? So one of the things that we do here in Chandler, Arizona, at Grace Farms, has been to do uh, pop-up dinner. So we invite tremendous chefs in the valley, in the, which is the Phoenix area. Some of our finest chefs come, and we work with them in terms of how they're sourcing their food. So then we find people who are doing all kinds of growing locally, growing of vegetables, growing of you know, animals, proteins, you know, pigs and cows and so on, and chickens. And, and so we're pairing uh, great designers, you know, chefs as, chef as the artist, chef as the designer, with great materials, food as materials, and inviting people in uh, to these dinners. And in this abandoned nursery, we have a space that we do these outdoor dinners, the Facebook page is called Grace Farms Chandler AZ, and you can see a little uh, video of the last pop-up dinner that we did. But these are these are not austere dinners; these are luxurious dinners. But the materials that you know build the experience are all good to them. And so, trying to like get people to see, hey, eating right doesn't mean eating austerely. And people have reacted wonderfully to that. They've been um, it's just been an outrageous sort of outpouring of people enjoying the space, enjoying something that is uh, uniquely constructed, uniquely put together, not based on a formula that you can go into a hundred of these across the city, but this is a special place. And, and we spend time um, with lighting and, you know, it's not a grand fancy setting but it's a setting that you can't get anywhere else in the world so that's been great and you know we have a little online store called the well-run life gear and it's called grace farms and then we sell this little charm uh where you can give away little bits of grace and and it's interesting in the last three weeks i've sold about i don't uh like 300 of these little charms and people trying to you know voice their support of what we're doing by you know, giving out these little bits of grace, as they call teeny tiny bits of grace out there. Um, so it's been great in terms of people's reaction to the experiences we've given them, people who are not connected to us locally, also sending their support by way of, you know, doing this little fundraiser. Um, and, you, and even with the podcast, it's grown. Uh, I'm a small, <laughs> you know, I'm not like you guys, I'm not like a big voice in the world but my little podcast has been heard about 15,000 times and Castbox which is a ca- which is a podcast player has picked me up as somebody they sponsored and so 
they like the ideas that we're about and you know in a although it's a modest kind of endeavor you know a well-run life on Castbox. every time someone subscribes to us that it supports these ideas as well Fantastic. We have a fantastic guest with us today. He joins us live here on Skype Audio, uh, here on our Thursday edition of our big broadcast to discuss uh, all sorts of aspects of his uh, of his life and uh, his project. Now, um, Peter, have you gotten any uh, criticisms or negative feedback or anything about this? I think, you know, at this juncture, given that we're, um, you know, People are, are finding us and connecting with us uh, more than they are bumping into us. And so people who are connected are, um, are aligned with the goals, visions, aspirations of what we're doing. So at this point in time, we haven't had anything other. It's been a remarkably, overwhelmingly positive experience. Um, I, I don't think there's a ton of disagreement that we live in sort of a broken food system, um, and I don't think there's a ton of disagreement that we look at obesity and diabetes in the nation that we're not in epidemic territory. Uh, and so um, as we grow and we become you know, more broadly known and different people get interested in the project, uh, what we're positioned, what we're saying to our local community and over time to a broader community is that you know, this, this broken, these broken systems in our society are producing sickness, and th- that sickness is expensive both in terms of treasure, money, and in terms of just people's experiences. Um, so the only folks that I think that will ultimately be critical of it will be people who are deeply invested in the current food systems and the, and the pharmacological approaches to healthcare, rather than a naturopathic approach to healthcare. Um, so we'll see as you know how much attention we gain over time to see if those forces don't ultimately, you know, come to be critical of us. But for the people who we interact with currently, they're all on the same page that they want to be healthier, they want to be happier, they want to stay out of the diseases that are produced from lifestyle rather than infection. You know, it's killing us in the country now with is is not infections, right, but instead diseases of lifestyle which are developed over a long period of time, generally caused by poor eating. Well, uh, while, while we're sitting here, Peter, give us, give us the information on how we find you on social media, websites, all that. Terrific. Well, uh, my, the podcast is called The Well-Run Life, and you can find it on any of your areas if you uh, are interested enough that you want to help the project financially then downloading it on Castbox as a subscriber is a big help if you're interested in seeing images of what we're doing and seeing some pictures and video and you can see some silly videos of me recently with like some tomatoes that I'm growing at Grace Farms uh, on Facebook you can find us at Grace Farms Chandler AZ and um a well-run life is on Facebook as well, but the project Grace Farms um, is Grace Farms Chandler AZ, and there's just some really delightful stuff there. We the statement about being a little bit in conflict with things like soda, like we have a video "Tell Big Soda to Piss Off," and um, that's at a blog we have called TheModernRevolution.com, 
and you can see some of the things we've written and some of the little videos that are meant to be funny um, at themodernrevolution.com. And it also describes some of the like farmers markets around the country that we're paying attention to and, and some of those other things. So that's a, another place to, to look for us. And on Instagram, uh, Grace Farms is uh, Grace Farms AZ. You can see more pictures of sort of what's, what's going on. So we're in a few different places. And, um, you know, the book, The uh, Leadership Miracle, is on audible.com. And uh, there's another audible book that I have there called A Quiet Murmuration. If you, for whatever reason, enjoy the writing, there's more there than just the one book. Well, let's, let's talk about the book. Um, give me uh, your synopsis and uh, kind of why you decided to write this book. So it came out of um, you know the, some really uh, particular moments in national politics in the last you know two or three years that when I um, when I try to put myself in the shoes of somebody in those conversations, I just knew that um, I couldn't be that my personality and my, my tolerance for the types of conflicts that I, I, I observed at the national political level, they were just, they, they took me out of contention for someone who would ever want to be in that environment. And so uh, I, when I thought about that, I'm like, I can't be alone in that feeling. There's got to be a whole segment of our society who would say, I am never, ever, ever going to, try to be a national leader because I would never want to be in these circumstances. And, um, and at this juncture in my life, I've already decided that, uh, you know, national politics will never be a part of something that I endeavor to do. But I thought there were probably people, people much younger than me that we might be losing as potential leaders in the future. So I wrote the book. It's a very unaudible. It's less than an hour. It's a, it's almost a letter. It's a cross between an essay and a poem. And it's a plea to the segment of our population who would be a terrific political leader, um, but are taking themselves out because the environment is too disagreeable for, um, for their personality and who they are. So it's not a how to book. It's not a, steps to whatever it is a letter a poem in some ways to those people out there who are perhaps quiet but would be excellent leaders um if they had the chance and and i'm trying to encourage them, uh don't feel like if, please come and step up and give us your leadership let's not lose you and that was that was really the intent you know and the other book is you know grew out of more personal sort of essays, the quiet murmuration, a blog I had for years and years, and I took about 50 of those and, and read them, uh, and that's what that book is about. Now, uh, why did you decide to, uh, to put this book together, and what do you want readers to take away from your writing? So the leadership miracle is, is what I want people to take uh, away from. Um, from it is that if you have an impulse that you feel like your voice in you know the the, the big picture uh, decision making systems, Congress, um, 
you know, being a governor, being a mayor, that you have a passion that you think you have a, something to offer as a leader, but you are uh, afraid that if you get into that, that you won't, because you won't behave like the current group of leaders that are in those uh, positions, that you won't be effective and you won't have a chance. What I want, you know, for that person who is like, I really would love to be in Congress, but I don't want to be like the current Congress people. Um, I want to be different and I have, I want to bring a different way of talking about problems and coming up with solutions to tell that person to please don't take yourself out of play to, to go for it. And if enough, and enough people bring their new ideas and perhaps gentler, quieter people who are different than our current set of leaders, if enough of those people kind of enter into the fray, maybe it will edge all of these conversations and kind of dysfunction that I perceive in the national decision-making area into a different, into a different light, into something um, more agreeable, more effective, uh, less harsh, less combative. So that's, that's what I would like. And that's not everybody, but there is somebody out there who would be a great national leader who may not be a bombastic personality. And I don't want to lose that person because they feel like, well, the only way to kind of get into that system is to be like those people. I don't, I don't want to lose the chance to encourage that person into the, uh, into the system. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Also, the Thursday edition of the world-famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. And, um, Peter, you have put uh, a lot of time and effort into this book. Um, tell us a little bit about the writing process for the book. So I, I think, you know, the, the book, um, people who are looking for uh, a recipe book, you know, what to do, um, it's not a book like that. I wasn't trying to position myself as an authority to tell people, like, these are the things that you go do to become. It's not, the leadership miracle is not a formula of things. So, and it's not sequential. I'm not asking, you know, that you go through a series of steps. It's, the writing process was uh, half letter. You know, I had somebody in my head that had that quiet leader that would be great for us if we if they just had the chance to be in the right position. So part of it was a letter. And the other part of it was influenced, uh, you know, probably not especially consciously, but by the fact that my mom is a poem uh, poet. And so, you know, as a poet, um, it's different than a fiction writer or a non-fiction or a journalist or, you know, where things are in sequence. And instead I gave myself permission to just sort of write um, in a way that the ideas would connect throughout the book rather than just one page after another. Um, and that my hope was that certain passages would resonate with people and those passages would stay with them, um, but not that they would look back to it and have it outlined like, oh, do this thing first and this thing second. Um, so it was a creative process that, uh, you know, had me thinking about speaking to a particular person in my imagination. And then the language, I decided to 
uh, open up what I expected from myself to just sort of be free with it, to, to, to speak without being self-conscious about how people would receive it and instead have it just come directly from my heart. Uh, and that's, that was the process. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, and also the Thursday edition of the world-famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. And um, you've put a lot of time and effort into this book. Um, what do you see next for you as an author? Well, I the short form, my podcast is uh, has more in common with the book than anything else. So my a well-run life podcast is, uh, my discipline with writing that podcast is to keep it short, is to try to take my ideas and distill them to an interesting three minutes. And so my approach to my writing there is um, there's a lot of long-form podcasts out there that uh, you know have lots and lots of great things to say uh, that people can spend time with, and as they spend time with those people, you know they get it's they get familiar with them and comfortable and my my um, where I'm looking to be useful to people is with being able to take a set of ideas deliver them in a few minutes I'm hoping not to ever go beyond three or four minutes make them interesting enough that there's a lot of thinking that once the podcast ends that there's lots it's the beginning of lots of thinking rather than um, being with someone for a couple of hours and hashing the ideas out together. Instead, it's to be like seeds. Um, and so I don't have a plan to write, a, uh, to put out another book in any immediate future, but I, I do have a plan to be writing a new podcast every one to two weeks from here on forward. And I'm sure as the Grace Farms Project um, becomes more known and is more uh, is larger in its scope. I'll probably want to tell the story of of how this thing has developed. So I have that in the back of my head. But for now, my writing will really focus on on the podcast. We have got a great guest with us today. Peter joins us here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Now, before we let you go, how do people get a hold of you on social media? Tell us the website, how we pick up the books, all that. Great. Um, well, the the podcast is a well-run life, and Castbox is its sponsor. So that's uh, that's a would be a delight for me to find me on that platform. On Facebook, the Grace Farms Project can be found at Grace Farms Chandler AZ, and you can see like a ton of pictures, and um, you can get a sense of what we're doing there as well. Uh, and then our you can see a video about my health coaching practice at awellrunlife.com, and you'll see sort of the ethic that underlines when I'm counseling people. When I'm doing nutritional counseling, it will describe sort of what I bring to that at awellrunlife.com. And then when I talk about trying to challenge the food system and, you know, a healthcare system that I feel like is broken, you can see some of those more contentious and, uh, videos and writings at themodernrevolution.com. And if you're inclined to support um, what we're doing by buying a $7 uh, little charm, um, a well-run-life-gear.com 
you, you can see the dinners. We sell tickets to our pop-up dinners there, so you can see our chefs and sort of how we talk about our dinners there. And then uh, if you want to pick up a $7 uh, charm, all that, all those proceeds go to support the, the project. So those are those are things that I'd love for the audience to know about how to find us. Well, I'll tell you, you're doing some amazing work over there. Um, I, I always enjoy having you on. You have a, a fantastic, fantastic rest of the week, and thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful day. There he goes, Peter Delee, or Delaney. Uh, we're going to take a break. Here on the Thursday edition of the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program. If you're listening to us on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, check out our website, CheekyJaguar.com. Also download our app, and we'll see you next time here on BGE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.